What's going on, everybody? It is the Hockey Dudes Podcast post-game. Just just after the Coats beat the Yotes in the opening night game here in Nationwide Arena in Columbus, we, of course, welcome in the Coyotes, who are kind of in the same situation as the Blue Jackets are in, just a team that's going through a rebuild, has a lot of turnover on their roster, just nine guys on the Coyotes opening night night roster that was on the ra- the roster last year. Can't talk. Excuse me. It's, it's 12.03 in the morning. I just got done cutting up all the sound from the game. I was there with the fan, uh, walking around the press box, and, you know, just taking the game in from up there, up, up top. Got to look down on the fifth line, and not going to lie, the atmosphere was really good. The game was obviously tremendous. Everybody that bought a ticket to tonight's game got their money's worth. Without a doubt, without a doubt, it was a very incredible night for the Blue Jackets. And even if even now that I've just had a couple hours to sit here and and think about it and and take it in just a little bit, it's kind of becoming true that there was just no way that the Blue Jackets were going to lose this game tonight. Um the Matisse Kivlenix ceremony at the beginning of the game was not was was twice as emotional as I thought it would be. I mean, just the way that they brought the the family out there and and just yeah, it was it wasn't easy for anybody in the building, and I'm sure it wasn't easy for you know the the Coyotes players standing there like oh god, like this is this team's got a they're playing for a lot right now, and the Jackets did. They did. They they went out there early, and Max Domi, credit him for setting the pace tonight. I mean, he he absolutely set the pace for how this team was going to attack uh, Hutton, the goaltender for the Coyotes. Carter Hutton, he set the standard. And it followed through, obviously, offensively. I mean, scoring that first goal in the first 40 seconds of the game was awesome. It was great for Texier. A lot of people, including myself, have had doubts on Texier. How is he going to play at center? I, I cannot believe that we've gotten this desperate that we've taken a guy like Texier and made him our, our top-line center. Well, guy guy played pretty damn good. He played pretty damn good out there. And I was really impressed. Cole Sillinger, obviously you can go with that route. I mean, that guy was all over the ice. He had a lot of chances in really high scoring areas. I thought multiple times that he was going to get his first one tonight. He did end up getting his first point on the Max Domi goal that was scored later on in the third period. Um, But yeah, just it was just a great game offensively, obviously, without a doubt. I mean, you score eight goals, you're going to sit back and be like, that was a freaking awesome game and, and the and the jackets are back, but I, I don't even want to credit the offense as much as I want to credit Elvis Merce Lincolns. Man, Elvis was just there was a point in that game when the Jackets were up one nothing 
and the Jackets had gone through, uh, just they'd got they'd completely worked through their emotion and their intensity offensively, and had a lot of chances in the offensive zone, and and we're up two nothing near the end of the first period. Arizona, you knew at some point once they had kind of survived that rush that the Jackets had brought offensively, you knew Arizona was going to fight back, and they did. Arizona did. They put a lot of pressure on the net. Uh, Clayton Keller was unbelievable. He did end up he did end up having a goal, but the way he was able to move the puck around, and there were a lot of guys that that did impress me in their lineup. But Elvis just stood so tall, and I think everybody witnessing that on the Blue Jackets bench, you just knew, okay, this guy's not going to give up. He's not giving up shit tonight. He's he's not giving up a damn thing tonight. Like this is this is all us. This is all this is all our night. It just completely opened the game up for the Blue Jackets on the other end. And I just think the the opponent that they were going against, they they just attacked. It it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Now that is one thing that is true. It did it did not matter who the Jackets would have been playing tonight. They could have been playing the defending champions, the the Tampa Lightning. It wouldn't have mattered because the Blue Jackets were going to come with that heat no matter what, based off the emotion of the game. And they did. And they did. So, yeah, yeah. part of me is like, okay, I'm going to step back and be like, yes, this isn't this isn't a team that I'm, I'm changing my expectations of the year based off one game. I'm not going to change my expectation of this team. I said before the game, with Tommy just two or three episodes ago. I said the, my expectation for this team is to be in the playoff hunt by the time we come back from the Olympic break, which is late February. And I think that should still stick. I, I still think this team should be scrapping for a wild card spot. I, I don't think that's totally crazy. I mean, I think near the end of the year, maybe you can kind of shuffle them out and like maybe they'll be six to eight points out of it. And I'm not going to change that based off what I saw tonight is what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm not going to say, yes, this team should be in the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm back in on this team being in the playoffs. I'm not going to say that that's the expectation. There was no way the Blue Jackets were going to win. There's no way the Blue Jackets were going to lose this game tonight. They played with a lot of emotion and they played an inferior opponent. That That is that is an opponent that a team that is competing for competing for a playoff spot. That is what they should do to the Arizona Coyotes. So, yeah, I mean, again, a lot of positives. Jakub Voracek, I, you know, two power play goals tonight, and Oliver Bjorkstrand had the first power play goal off a shot pass from Zach Rowenski. It, it was Jakub Voracek that that got the pass, got the puck over to Zach Rowenski, and it was just it was just incredible. I mean, he was just snapping it around. the The power play was just playing so freely. The offense does look different. I will say that about this team too under Brad Larson. The, t- the the offense does look like they're playing with a new level of creativity and it, it's really kind of life-giving to see. I mean, it gives me a lot of hope for what this team can do now. And then just like that, like this is what the blue jackets can be on nights. They can score four or five goals a night in tight games. And as long as you got a guy like Elvis playing his balls off, you're, you're only going to give up a couple on the other end. Like, this, this Blue Jackets team is better than what a lot of people think. And I do think that they proved that tonight to folks. There are some people that are 
withholding and saying, no, it was just the Yotes. It was just the Yotes. True, it was just the Yotes. But the Yotes were coming in, and they, they were, they were, they thought that they could beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know, they're, they're not going to totally roll over. They know what the Columbus Blue Jackets are also going through a rebuild. So they, they came in, and they played with fire. So, yeah, no, I think it, it's kind of, it was just a good night. It was just a good night. Does it, what does it mean in the grand scheme? What does it mean for this year? It means pretty much exactly what I thought. It means that this Blue Jackets team can score and is going to be in a lot of games and going to win a lot more games than people expect. Uh, Not only because of their offense, but also because of who their goalie is. And they're going to be, they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. That, that is cemented for me on this year. This team is going to fight for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to get one. I think it's just going to be too tough. I think in the end, you know, God forbid it's going to happen though. Injuries are going to turn into effect. You're just going to go against teams that have been doing it longer together and with the same or better talent in your own division, multiple teams. And these aren't just teams that are average. These are teams that could win the Stanley cup. I mean, Carolina Hurricanes, the uh, Washington Capitals, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New York Islanders. These are all teams that can win the Stanley Cup. And they're all in your division, and you're going to have to play all of them three, four times this season. It's just going to be tough. So I'm not going to change where I'm at on that. I'm going to stay true on that, but a great night out of the Blue Jackets. Great night. Uh, Max Domi, like I said, his, his ass was on fire all night. Um, I got some sound from him. Just, this is him talking about this win and yeah, emotional, but who they want it for. Let's, let's keep that in mind. Certainly that win was, was definitely for uh, Matisse and emotional summer, emotional ceremony for, for everyone involved. Obviously to have his family here was, um, something pretty special. It's, uh, it's such a tough situation, but, um, you know what? We had a chance to celebrate his life tonight. He's such an outstanding individual, amazing human being that was so happy every single day. And uh, we miss him a lot, but uh, that wasn't for him tonight. And obviously this season's going to be big, and it's great to see all of us get the win tonight as well. And it was funny. Uh, Brad Larson went into the went into the press conference and kind of said the same thing, just talking about how it was <laughs> – well, he, did, he, he said, you know, it was an emotional game. Yes, great to get the win. But, of course, Brad Larson coming in classic old soul hockey coach just coming in and being like it's funny how Brad Larson is in his first just finished coaching his first game in the NHL and he act like it was his you'd think this guy had been coaching for 20 years and had coached through four or five Stanley Cup winning teams the way that he came into the press conference and was talking about I don't think we actually played that good. So here's that for you. Seeing Matisse's family, that's tough on a lot of guys. You know, we talked yesterday as a group, just things that we may go through. It was a tough game, I, and, and you got to be careful. Cause I, but I don't think we played that well. I, I really don't. Like we, we found ways to score, and that's awesome. I actually kind of agree. I kind of see what he's saying when he says we didn't play that well. Like it was, it was exactly like when the Blue Jackets won that game against the Habs four or five years back when they beat him 10, nothing John Tortorella came in the press conference room and said, what a dumb game. That was, that was a stupid game. Like I, it, it, it means nothing. I think what, you know, this game meant something clearly. You don't just fall upon eight goals in your first opening night game. 
So that that obviously means something, but you can't you can't be in a lead the way that the Jackets were that entire game and still be bringing the heat, still be bringing the physicality or at least bring more physicality than what the other team that you're pissing off. The like the Coyotes were pissed off, man. And that that showed. I mean, they were playing really dirty around Elvis at the end of plays. A uh, lot, a lot of times, you know, guys had to confront players in front of the net, and it was a physical game, man. And Elvis, I got him talking about just the guys that, um, just his teammates, giving a lot of credit to those guys. They were blocking every single, trying to every block every single shot, and uh, there was now even in the end, I remember Gabby, he was screening me totally like I didn't see anything and he was taking the puck on his body so they were they were blocking and they were shooting a lot and that's the result uh, we scored we scored a lot of goals so uh, this is really nice and obviously like I said thank you yeah <laughs> I don't know who that thank you was to I think it was to his teammates you know even though none of them were in the room in that moment thank you teammates thank you blocked a lot of shots I actually don't think that the jackets really did I thought they were pinned back on their heels a lot, and Elvis uh, bailed them out of a little of a lot of situations. Another guy I want to talk about, Jake Bean's shot. Uh, Jake Bean arrived. That was pretty cool. That was a kind of an un, a, a forgotten about goal in the second period. That a lot of people had been harping and talking about his shot, and you know, pairing him with Zach Wierenski is just going to be just this offensive duo that we really haven't seen out of a Columbus Blue Jackets lineup. Like Seth Jones could bring the offensive heat, but that was more of a kind of like a offensive guy, defensive guy thing where Zach Wierenski was jumping up in the play all the time. And Seth Jones would be the guy who would take the two on one when Zach would get pinned way too deep. That's kind of what that situation is. Jake Bean and Zach Wierenski now are kind of both playing the same thing. Like Zach had to learn in the off season. I got to play a little bit more defense. I'm still going to keep my offensive mind and I'm still got all that skill. We saw in his snipe that he had tonight and, but I'm just going to be, try to be in more all around better defenseman. Jake Bean might be that same guy playing across from him. So we would surely love to see that. Just want to credit him as well. Uh, but one last final clip from Elvis Mers Lincoln's. This is just uh, him talking about, just to wrap up the thoughts on Matisse Kivlenix as I uh, package this one up and send it off on to uh, you guys to listen to, this is just Elvis talking about just the game, and it was an emotional game, and he just wanted to get the win. It was my it was my most important night, like I said, wearing on warm-ups, especially his last name. Uh, it, was, it was a weird feeling. It was a weird feeling. It was like... He was there uh, with me. Um, yeah, uh, it, this game was my most important game and definitely I'm going to remember forever this game. Yeah, like I said, hindsight, looking back on it, there was no chance the Blue Jackets were going to lose that game tonight. It was just, no, no. No chance they were going to lose that game to the Coyotes. Um. Again, I don't think that this means that they are a playoff team. I I could sit here and very easily get excited about it, and I I am excited. I am excited. I'm 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 excited that I can 
kind of still set an expectation for this Blue Jackets team and they can kind of meet it. You know what I mean? I'm excited for what I saw offensively because yeah, yeah, you scored eight goals. That's always gonna There's always going to be some fluke goals here and there in the, in the night when you score eight, but which ones, which one of those eight goals were fluke goals? I really don't know. They all look like pretty damn good goals to me. And I think this offense has a lot of potential. We'll see. We'll see Seattle cracking. They're coming in on Saturday night. They just got a win against Nashville. I think that's good for the Jackets. I think it's good that Seattle's coming in already having their first win. Um, so they have that monkey off their back. But I I, I, I think they're going to come in with some intensity. Um, but again, they, they've, played a, they've played two games already. Jackets have only played one. And I'm sure they're looking at the Seattle Kraken the same way that they're looking at the Arizona Coyotes. Like, this is a game that we can win, and we should. And as long as that 8-0 is flying above our heads, I, I, I know Elvis is going to keep bringing the heat, man. I know he is. And Corpy, I mean, he's Corpus solid, man. He's, you know, this team's, this team's good. This team's good. I, 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 think, I think they're going to be better than what people think. I think they're going to be better than what people think. And I'm 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 really really excited to get the season officially going. So, all right, well, I'll be back with you guys on Saturday night. I'll give you a little weekend episode just, you know, breaking down that game. We won't preview it. Uh just frankly, I don't know any Seattle beat writers. I I've tried to look for them on Twitter. Nobody nobody knows. You you all know what the Seattle beat writers know. So, we'll see how that goes. Um but other than that, everybody have a good rest of your night. Everybody have a good weekend. Um, just try to take it easy. Um, watch some NFL football. Watch some Saturday college football. No Buckeye game this weekend. I'll have a ton of bets. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be, listen, hey, you want to you win some college football bets? Follow my Twitter, HaydenH971. I have been dishing out winning records every week. Just... See for yourself, okay? And then once you see for yourself, take it in, stew on that, and then uh, look to your dog and just tell him about it. Just tell your dog. Don't let the sound of your own